0: We'll probably like end up hating TV shows. <laughs> I know. I
1: keep wondering, like, are we gonna get sick of this?
0: <laughs> By the um, end, we're just like, we hate. I think you should leave.
1: Yeah, you know, I have to watch them so many times to like type up a synopsis, jot down yeah, notes at the jot same down time, notes, and, right? Uh, and then like, I have to watch it again to to record the audio for it it's just it took
0: took me like two to three hours for our first episode like trying to just get through like the 15 minute
1: it was crazy it's a surprising amount of work so listeners buy a fucking shirt
0: (laughs) (laughs) support your local podcast
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to I Think You Should Love This, the show where we try to convince people to love the Netflix sketch comedy show, I Think You Should Leave. I'm Joey Trollboy Vestal, and this is my (laughs) co-host,
0: Nate (laughs) Spread Blue Butt Bennett. (laughs) Oh, God. Words cannot describe how much I detest that nickname. Oh,
1: God, that made me laugh writing it, made me laugh reading it, um, made me laugh
0: knowing that you were going to hate it. <laughs> so many stages of just yeah. Joey being entertained by <laughs> his <laughs> nickname.
2: That's uh, a good one,
0: I'll give yeah. you that. Um, hello everyone, I'm Nate. And as many of us uh, asked us when we quit our day jobs, um, what is this show and why the heck are we doing this? So Joey and I both uh, fell in love with this show by ourselves and then discovered that we both loved it. And then we discovered that none of our work colleagues and most of our friends and family do not love this show. So we decided to create this podcast. Um, And in this episode, we're gonna try and convince one of our good friends to love the show. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix.
1: And that brings us to today's guest, Ian Cobb. Ian is currently living in the Bay Area with his partner, Mickey and two cats. He works as the general manager slash beverage director of a fine dining restaurant in San Francisco. He loves film, television, reading, and is obsessed with most everything in the culinary world. And today, he's here to talk with us about Season two, episode one, they said that to me at a dinner.
3: I figured the one with the hot dogs is why you, you brought me on. Here. <laughs> totally. um, Fine dining,
1: so. hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. Um, but I guess just coming on, the, the first question is if you quit both your day jobs, how are you going to pay me for this? Um, oh,
0: no. it's primarily, it's going to come from our merch sales. Um, and yeah. you can oh, buy okay, our merch on, it. I think you should love this.com. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie Ian the, the cut is not a lot that you're going to receive. <laughs> um, because yeah. you know, 5% of $3, you can do the math, but it's yeah. not, it's not going to pay the bills. It's okay. really, you're doing uh, this for charity. That's why. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it's up to you, Ian what is your reach how how many people can you get to listen to the show
3: we <laughs> I mean, pay you per I'd, I'd follower like, yeah subscribers that i think could really you know just really dig this here and uh, I, I think i could bring a new a new light to your show here okay. as well. yeah. So, yeah we're gonna get cool. that,
0: that ian cobb <laughs> bump <laughs> yeah and i think we agreed that you would put up our posters in your restaurant is that did you confirm <laughs> that or
3: yeah. Um, right above the bathroom, it'll be perfect. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a great spot for it. Where the most important
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. information. goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for very
1: joining cool. us today, Ian. We're, we're super happy to have you. Yes.
3: Uh, very excited. Honestly, I'm, I'm so excited to be here and, and thank you guys for uh, bringing me on the show. Yeah. Have you been on a podcast
0: before? Is this your first appearance?
3: No, no, this is first podcasting appearance. Um, I actually will be going on a couple, so I'm just using oh. this as like a little test run, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So but I'm getting excited about that. But more than anything, just, you know, when Jerry reached out to me about this, I was just super excited about the idea of it, you know, have always wanted to do a podcast but have no idea about anything i would actually want to talk about that anyone would be interested so for um, sure. uh, wine you guys doing it <laughs> food yeah i, think, <laughs> I would absolutely uh, listen to a wide podcast I, I talk about it all day i think the idea of doing it um on a podcast just you know it's, it's too much so i'm yeah. happy to be here for this that makes cool. sense yeah well we're happy to
1: have you do something that has nothing to do with your daily life so <laughs>
3: did we lose you ian oh no i'm here sorry oh okay i I just turned my camera on off an accident that's okay no worries
0: uh
1: if it happens again you're fired
0: you're off Um, you're off the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) dump it we have just
0: lined up (laughs) Ian. like people are kind of clamoring to get on this show so i would appreciate it if you didn't treat it as just you know
3: some joke (laughs) (laughs) oh Like I told you, this is my my, my warm-up round here. uh, (laughs) Before your podcasting tour. Um, Dead dead series from here on out. Just, you know, whatever you
0: need. Thank you. Yeah, I'd appreciate if we don't laugh at all. Of course. (laughs) Very cool.
1: Um, Speaking of laughing, though, uh, what kind of comedy shows do you like to watch or movies do you like, podcasts do you listen to?
3: No, I think it's a good question. I think when I... You know growing up i was always like a huge fan of like the simpsons and it's like king of the hill and seinfeld and stuff like that because that was what was whatever was on tv and then like as a little kid you know i always loved the kind of like silly stuff like you know dumb and dumber and you know Austin Dumber's powers great. and things like that and just like oh it's i mean it's just so classic and good and yeah you know now that i'm older and what i'm watching now i feel like i really enjoy kind of like some you know various kinds of comedy but i like things that like i think are rooted in drama sometimes i think the funniest things can come from that drama stuff so like you know fargo has been one of those things mm-hmm. like the first three seasons i thought were just absolutely amazing and yeah. then i just found myself re-watching uh was sopranos and i like well that is a drama show I and so and then, like, same thing, like uh, Mad Men, too. Just yeah. like one yeah. of those shows that, like, it's so serious, but like every episode, I'm just like cracking up the more I watch <laughs> it. So, nice. um, but, but grew up in that kind of like silly, like, you know, I think Spaceballs is my all time favorite comedy. Oh, yeah. So, I yeah. still love that kind of like, um, just like outright hit you over the head jokes and things like that but now that I'm older it's a little bit more varied <laughs> a little bit um, more
0: refined
1: so Nate a little backstory. I, I've known Ian his entire life um, we're oh, close wow. family friends and, and
0: nice
1: he just reminded me when he was like when I was a kid I thought this was really funny and I thought for sure you were going to say the
3: Goofy movie <laughs> oh <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> That is, I mean, that's one of those ones where you're just so young yeah. that, like, you know, the, the idea of it even being a comedy and, like, even a category is mm-hmm. not even a thing. It's just like, that's the movie, you know, it's, it's something just, you watch. It's and the only there was no movie. distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's it's the one there as well. Going back, it's, it's probably one of the funniest. But I honestly, Joey, have to say, probably there was a good portion of my comedy that I think just kept being like trying to keep up with you and your brother and uh, JD who's a family friend of ours here as well but just trying to like still be on that like I still (laughs) remember you guys talking about Austin Powers and me just like begging my mom to watch it (laughs) you guys thought it was the funniest thing and I watched it and like of course like the scene where he's like on the toilet you know that was amazing but totally missing all the sexual and like the other things (laughs) like that (laughs) <laughs> um so I, I probably have a good amount to subconsciously you know yeah. uh, you know go to you and all that but yeah
1: yeah i i, I raised you up in the comedy sense
0: <laughs> well i'm, I'm happy I like to to that I, I
1: hopefully can keep doing that today we'll see um
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah the stakes have ne- honestly never been higher yeah. After that (laughs) rave review of Joey raising you.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, let's just uh, get right into it and uh, jump into the first sketch of the episode, which we're calling You Can't can't Skip Lunch.
4: lunch. We push lunch to 1.30, so Dennis can make the earlier flight back to Chicago. Oh, 1.30? But it's lunch. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you're allowed to do that.
0: <laughs> right. so, that shot of, kills me. In a cabin, 20 minutes. First and most thing
1: Pat, played by Tim Robinson, is eating lunch at his desk. He's about to dig into his footlong hot dog when he's interrupted and told Dennis had to move the meeting up. He wonders to himself if you're even allowed to do that? Moments later, Pat enters the conference room, gingerly cradling his arm. The meeting begins, and Pat feigns participation while covertly sneaking bites out of his hot dog, which has been shrewdly hidden in his sleeve. The woman next to him asks if he has a hot dog, and he changes the subject, claiming he's so tired. Then he lays his head down on the conference table and starts digging into his hot dog. Dennis asks Pat why his head is down, and the woman explains he is eating a hot dog under there. He (laughs) denies it, but another coworker says he can see the hot dog. Pat sucks the hot dog out of view, <laughs> but begins violently choking on it. The team tries to subdue a wildly flailing Pat so they can remove the hot dog from his airway.
4: Pat, we know you're eating a hot dog. I'm not, sir. the hardest I've ever been in my life. I can see it from here. <laughs> <laughs> it just like
0: shoots out of the box. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: it's so aggressive.
2: Hold still, Pat.
4: to choke, me. Try to try choke me. me.
1: They finally get it out, and Pat pukes on a backpack. He declares that you can't skip lunch, and complains about the backpack on the floor that he almost tripped over. <laughs> So, Ian, uh, what are your thoughts on this sketch? What do you think?
3: Uh, um, I, I really actually enjoyed this sketch, um, and I think even <laughs> more so right now <laughs> with the with the two of you here. <laughs> um, I, I think for me at the end is when he's, like, tapping his foot in the throw-up <laughs> on the back bath. I don't know why, but <laughs> for some reason... <laughs> that just gets me so good that's my
1: favorite part too (laughs) he's just like he's so upset because he just had like this life-threatening ordeal and he's just like trying to take it out on someone. he's like who
3: did this whose bag is this (laughs) yeah it's so petty Uh, yeah i i i really enjoyed this one here it was it was one of those ones i think when i first watched it i was i thought the hot dog Eating part was the funniest, and then um you know, just kind of like watching him try to hide it and just like sneak it <laughs> in. His yeah. Especially when he walks in, like he's like he's a falconer. He's like a dog <laughs> like so long and stuck on his arm. Um, but yeah, it, it, this one kind of surprised me, and I, I think even more so just just being here for it. Yeah, nice. That's what we
0: like to hear.
3: Yeah, yeah. His hot yeah. dog
0: looks so sad and boring. There's just like nothing on it. It's solely a hot dog in a bun.
1: And it's, it's like a foot long. It's a huge hot
0: dog. It's a big old dog. I'm interested in your experiences from a culinary background. Uh, How would you rate his hot dog lunch?
3: I'm not gonna lie. I would rate that probably a two out of uh, <laughs> two out of ten because I mean I think as long as you have a hot dog, you're at least at a two. Baseline right? is two. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's Inherently. there's no one out of ten for a hot dog situation. Uh, but probably... I don't know about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, some, he's i am not an expert. I know. Yeah. But... Yeah.
3: The the lack of condiments and um, just the general fact, like it was boiled, not grilled, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. where did he get that if he's at an office? Like, did he go somewhere and get a plain hot dog? I was
0: wondering that, too. Like, who brings a hot dog to work for lunch?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I love a hot dog. I'm not fancy. I don't care.
3: I mean, from what I've seen of some other sketches and kind of you know a couple of things that I've seen through YouTube or friends have sent me, it seems like hot dogs are kind of a, a common theme on this show. Am I incorrect yeah. in that?
0: There's a few, yeah. yeah. There's a few hot dogs sprinkled throughout.
1: Yeah, our okay. logo. I don't know if you've s- seen it. Is a hot dog
3: because in this, the shape of a heart
1: because of the many hot dogs in, in the show, <laughs> yeah. Like,
3: this one's specifically? <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, this is, this one is one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'd give it, yeah, 30 to 50% of the credit.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, I, in rewatching the show for the podcast, I'm realizing there aren't a whole lot of hot dog ones. I think there's
2: hmm.
1: three or four sketches that mention or involve hot dogs at all, but it seems like a is. lot. <laughs> you know, when there's only and yeah. there's only 12 episodes yeah 12 episodes it seems like a lot if there's that many hot dogs
0: true um, Very true
1: do you, uh do you serve hot dogs at your fine dining establishment
0: ian
3: Um, we, we don't, we're, we're Japanese, um, (laughs) (laughs) Japanese restaurant and, uh, not, not too many hot dogs come, come, come out of our kitchen, but you know, Mm. we've had them for family meals, so it's, the answer's not never, you know, but, um, (laughs) for sure. Nice. Um,
0: Ian, I don't want to tell you how to do your job or run your restaurant, (laughs) but I just want you to think about the market that you're sort of missing out on by not serving hot dogs. I mean, it's kind
3: of just a financial loss, yeah. If you're, it's blind spot
1: on your side. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I've I've been taking some (laughs) notes, and we're the next management meeting there um, to see (laughs) things. Um, But at the same time, um, just so you know, I'm I'm not giving any royalties um, from all the (laughs) hot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just
0: like, so if our, I, yeah if our idea just makes you start raking in the money we don't get a cut
1: well and once That's droves what of people start coming to the restaurant after they hear this <laughs> yeah. episode
0: expecting exactly. the, the yeah.
1: japanese style hot dog yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> has anyone ever choked at your restaurant
3: in my whole restaurant experience i don't think i've actually ever had a guest um like choke on their food and you know i, I think the 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 idea in the back of my mind is always just terrifying because I do yeah. know how to give the high leg, but the idea of me like failing, um, yeah. or yeah. just like hitting someone else in the face with their food um, that shoots out, always <laughs> yeah. been like. Um, what if you leave but, your backpack uh, on the floor? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, if if food gets on the floor, I'd say on the backpack, it's really somebody's fault for whoever left it on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's
3: true. That's true. <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Mind.
1: So um we've been following along on this website that ranks all the sketches and there's 53 total and this one's ranked number 27. So like right smack dab in the middle which Okay. I I
0: think is mm.
1: just flat out wrong. This one is I'd
0: bump it up for sure.
1: Yeah, this one might be in my top 10, um at, at least top 15. I mean it's
0: yeah the really. way he's
1: like crying at the end is just <laughs> I, I don't know yeah and it's such like a i, I remember i watched the first season and i was like yeah that was a funny show i should watch it again and the first sketch of the first episode of the second season i was like that's right it was a hilarious show it wasn't just like a funny <laughs> show i had forgotten how how funny it was and um this really it's brought me back good, in
0: it's a great yeah it's a great opener for the second okay. season I the part that the part some parts that like always kill me are like when he has his head down and the hot dog is clearly visible <laughs> yeah. and someone else is like we can see the hot dog and he's just like <laughs> fuck and then he just like slurps the hot dog like yeah. I don't even understand the physics
1: yeah what <laughs> his plan was even yeah.
0: <laughs> or how he's
1: like trying to Choke the one guy when he's doing (laughs) (laughs) it.
0: He's so violent. Yeah, I love the to that point. I love the things that everyone is saying. That scene is like so chaotic. There's like really intense music happening, and like some of the quotes that people are saying are, "He's like a wild animal. It's gonna break (laughs) off in there. There's no way to suck it out. And don't pinch the end. (laughs) Don't pinch the end. (laughs) I think I missed those on my first viewing. It's
3: so good. Yeah. I also think it's just interesting how, you know, it's like eating during a meeting. He decides that sleeping is like, you know, more of a viable. More socially. Yeah, couldn't go in
2: point.
1: and just say, I'm sorry, I'm I have really low blood sugar. I need to eat this hot dog or I'm not going to yeah. be able to function. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, it's just That's such a, a non-issue. Point. I didn't
0: think about that before. Uh,
3: one thing I also noticed that I thought was a little strange was there. There was a bar cart in the office. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh yeah, I for, didn't catch like, that. Yeah, and I I huh. thought that was just so strange here. I'm, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if they do everything like on purpose for that, but I was pretty <laughs> right. surprised by that.
0: That's yeah, funny. There that There's so many little details that I that I still like haven't noticed, even though I've seen these sketches
3: so many times. Yeah, i guess i was just thinking it's like yeah it's, it's fine to just drink in the office but you can't have a hot dog no hot dogs in yeah. meetings. So no hot dogs whatsoever yeah <laughs> yeah
0: you can sleep though <laughs>
3: yeah laying your head down
0: <laughs> that line where he's like i'm just like the tiredest i've ever been in my life i send, <laughs> I feel like i send that to joey a lot <laughs> yeah at work this, this one has
1: a lot of great gifts from it um, yeah it's a very gifable yeah. and memeable uh-huh. definitely sketch and which is another reason i'm surprised it's ranked as low as it is yeah robbed oh, yeah. totally shall we move right along
0: yeah sure let's go ahead and get into sketch number two coffin flop this one's a this one's a doozy
4: Spectrum <laughs> is planning to drop 22 channels including Cob tv they're saying by the end of 2022 Cob tv won't be available on your cable menu That means you won't be able to see some of your favorite corncob TV shows, including Coffin Flop. (laughs) They're saying they want to drop corncob
0: Okay. In this sketch, a man on TV commercial explains to us that Spectrum is planning on dropping a bunch of TV channels, including Corncob TV, which is the creator of the hit TV show Coffin Flop. As he talks, we see shot after shot of coffins being carried at funeral processions when all of a sudden the bottom of the coffin collapses and out falls a body onto the ground, which is occasionally nude. The man lists some (laughs) of Spectrum's reasons for dropping Coffin Flop, including claiming that Coffin Flop isn't even a show, that it's impossible that there are that many bodies falling out of coffins and that he rigged it somehow.
4: They're saying it's impossible that that many dead bodies are falling out of coffins every day. And it's impossible that one out of every five bummer nudes. I don't know what to tell you, bud. We're just shooting funerals and showing the ones where the bodies fly out. Oh, Jesus, saying, no way. You must have rigged something. I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't rig shit. i a long time for a hit on Corn Cobb TV. I didn't fucking
0: do this. However, he says he didn't rig shit and that it's okay that they don't have permission of the families to show the footage because the corpses ain't got no soul. At the end of the sketch, he tells the audience that they should call Spectrum and say that they're not worried about the content of Coffin Flop and that there's worst shit on the local news. (laughs) So, Ian, what would you think of this
3: one? Uh, I got to admit, I was a little torn on this one. (laughs) (laughs) There was a couple parts I I thought were really funny, and I, I don't know why it stood out to me, but when he's like, they said that to me at a dinner once like, I, 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 that made me laugh just just so hard because i mean i think some of these sketches they really do a good job of like you kind of imagine a life for some of these characters outside yeah. of what's actually happening and for some reason that one just like just got it for me that they paid for dinner for him to basically just like be like <laughs> you you can't do this I'm like this is yeah. ridiculous <laughs> and that that was the part for me but um yeah other than that i i i don't love this one i, I would rank it pretty, I think i would make it last for all the last. episodes oh, okay. today but yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> understandable <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: i love his delivery of that line too of the dinner line is so we it's so weird <laughs> They said that to me at a dinner. <laughs> and
1: it, it, that line to me, I think, it is the smartest line of the sketch because it's one of those lines that it's like such a good, realistic detail, like you were yeah. saying, Ian, that it, it seems hard to even think of a line like that unless it's actually something that had happened in like your happened. life. And like maybe. You know, this is some of Tim's life bleeding through into the show, where he's like pitching the show, and it's like that's like the dumbest idea ever. What are you, some dumb Hank? <laughs> <heck?" laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's just such a like good detail. It's it's really yeah. I think it's really good writing. Um, and <laughs> and it's such a like easily throwawayable line, but it's so I it sold it for me as well. Ian, the first time I watched it, that made me laugh out loud. And I will say that this sketch like has grown on me since yeah. I I started pretty like hot and cold with it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I,
3: now I mean, I love it. Um, you guys, you guys have seen so many of these and rewatched and watched and rewatched. I imagine for everything here as well. I mean, yeah. is every one of these just solid gold for you guys, or do you have to like sometimes take a minute with them, or do you even have like misses?
0: Yeah, yeah there's, there, there's, there's definitely a few that i don't think are that funny i mean we, okay. I, I remember like in the first season there was one episode i can't remember which one it was but um we were both like yeah this is this might be like one of the weakest episodes and we were like yeah. still trying to convince the person that they were funny <laughs> yeah
1: yeah episode <laughs> six them, has a bunch of weak sisters in it there's like a horse penis one that just (laughs) didn't do anything for me i mean and honestly like that out of 53 something has to be last
0: and yeah um, totally i i will say though a lot of these have have grown on me too this one this one definitely grew on me i think part of what helped is like i appreciated all the footage of the coffins breaking open after I like went down a little bit of a rabbit hole about how they made the episode.
2: Oh, and yeah.
0: there's like lots of fun facts about how they, they. so first of all, they had to like design all the coffins and basically figure out like how to put panels of breakable wood on the bottom. Cause it's all like real actors and everything. Right. And, So they did a bunch of like drop tests where the actors would like (laughs) drop themselves into the bottom of the coffin and they had to figure out sort of how to make it look the most (laughs) splintery. And um, in a way this I can relate to the sketch because they ended up putting uh, Ian, I have six guinea pigs, and they ended up putting uh, hamster bedding inside the coffins to like add to the debris (laughs) because it looks (laughs) a lot better. Yeah. What other fun facts? It's crazy
1: to me how much work they put into it. Like, how did they think it would be worth that much effort? Like, (laughs) when you're explaining it to me, I'm like, I would have given up. Like, I would have just (laughs) left it as like, hey, isn't this a funny idea? Okay, well, yeah, let's do something in an office because it's already there, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, for a a half-second shot and, you know, also through, like, getting an extra to like practice dropping <laughs> yeah. and then having to pay them insurance. And yeah, they and they do did it get- like,
1: yeah, like 20 something times or <laughs> I don't know how many cops. Yeah. broke. Oh no, gosh.
0: it's crazy. I like this article that I found on Vulture. I think I found another article on Vulture. They have a lot of, a lot of really interesting stories about the show, but um, to that point, the, so the prop designer, Joe holiday, he also worked on the Eric Andre show. Has have either of you seen that? before just clips yeah yeah it's very chaotic and they're always like just destroying stuff and the so that joe Holiday, the guy who worked on this also worked on the fifth season of the eric Andre show and he said that like they smashed more they broke more coffins in a day of shooting this sketch than they broke like the desks on the entire fifth season of the Eric Andre show. Like they were just, oh they went through so many coffins apparently that he ran out of the breakable panels and he had to start like trying to fix them and put them back on so that he could break them
2: again. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> but it's crazy. Cause to your point too, about like the, like it's such, it ends up being such a short, you know, when you're looking at the actual footage of the coffins breaking, it's like such short clips. And one of them is like, a stuntman like falling onto a set of marble stairs, and there was this <laughs> yeah. whole story about like how they even pulled that off. And it's literally like 0. 0.3 seconds in the <laughs> sketch. It's like, <laughs> clip, <I'm> like <laughs> it just totally blew my mind thinking about like how much work was put into yeah. t- just this like this visual gag. <laughs> um,
1: Nate, mm-hmm. can I have you rank the coffin flops? Which flop is your favorite?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need more preparation. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. Let me think of some of the best ones. I'll, I'll go through mine while
1: you, to help you, like think. But maybe I'll start with my top three. So number three <laughs> is the one where he falls out the side onto the little kid.
0: <laughs> I do love that one because I feel like that one has like the least amount of reason for the yeah. coffin to break. Like yeah, there's it's no the way side. that he it's
3: would be putting still. any force yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: in that direction.
3: Yeah, I love
1: That's that one. one too. That's I, a great I one. That. I like when the naked guy falls out on the grassy hill and just rolls. Yeah, you got That's it. That's my number 2. And then my number 3 is when it's over the the grave. And
0: the grave. <laughs> the yeah. guy
1: falls down into the into the open grave.
0: I I was I think I was going to put that one as my first one where they yeah. just drop straight in the grave. It's like <laughs> so funny. It's so kind of satisfying in a way. Just bloop. Yeah. Right where he's supposed to be. Yeah. There's also, like, someone in, in the audience and that one who's just like, Jesus, <laughs> gets me every time. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> God. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, the thing about, like, one in five of them being nude is great because in this commercial, he says, like, over 400 naked bodies, yeah. which means that they must have filmed... Like, the rest, there's, like, 2,000 total then yeah. if one in five is nude. And then how many more did they have to film in order to get, like, what yeah. percentage of funerals have people dropping out of them? They had to film, like, probably 100,000 funerals to get <laughs> <Yeah>. this content. <laughs> Another good. funny fact from, this, from that article I was reading said that, like, the initial idea of the people who were sort of, executing on the idea was that it would be like found footage so like people's like iphone footage from the funerals Mm -hmm. and tim robinson apparently was immediately like no it has to look like professional like these are film crews (laughs) at the funerals they're not trying to like hide it like they're there specifically to see if a body will fall out
1: that's so funny like why would you have it that so specific in your head,
0: it's, yeah. Wow, that, I, that's something the show does great is like those those weirdly specific ideas, like you were saying, Joey. That like it's hard to even think of unless yeah. I don't know you have divine inspiration. To- <laughs> yeah,
1: there must he has like some magical muse, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Um This sketch, <laughs> rewatching it, I think my favorite part is not necessarily like the bodies falling out of the coffins or even the. Yeah like concept of this guy's like mad that they're trying to cut his weird show. It's (laughs) it's we get like the best examples of Tim Talk where he just like Mm. talks in all these weird voices. Like (laughs) you know, he goes from like, you know, really? Really? Or (laughs) this world's so fucking fucked up.
0: Yeah, there's I, no I, reason yeah. for his voice to change so much
3: either. He just yeah. does it. I love his like B-boy stance that he has, like when <laughs> yeah. he's with like, like, his arms. Like
1: yeah. <laughs> Oh God, it's so funny. Um this one's ranked number six on that list.
0: Which, oh wow. That's higher wow. than I thought. Yeah. Um I yeah. I, from a production value standpoint, I can understand it, but yeah. overall. Feel like it's middle of the pack for me
1: yeah i would i might swap this in the hot dog sleeve one you know
0: yeah
1: um the, oh ian I, I showed this sketch to my parents and <laughs> my dad my dad was like wheezing laughing at it but then he was like why do you watch this damn show
0: <laughs> and i was like you were laughing he's like because it's so stupid sometimes that's how they get you <laughs> yep I also love how the majority of this commercial is just Tim like repeating the reasons why it shouldn't be on TV. Like it comes across as like, he's accidentally creating (laughs) like a smear campaign for this show.
3: (laughs) I think one thing I was a little confused about too is I mean, it sounds like it's a whole channel. Right? So is it all Coffin Flop? Or is he he just, is it just for Coffin Flop or is he like run all of Corn Cob TV? Like what other shows would even be on? Yeah, I
0: I think he's an executive for Corn Cob TV, but Coffin Flop is the is their first big hit.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's been waiting a long time for a hit on Corn Cob TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that I wonder if in season three we'll get more. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: another show from Corn Cob TV. I love that at the very beginning when they're listing all the other, it's like, Corn Cob TV is one of 22 different channels and it's like CNN, like Fox, <laughs> Disney, like Corn Cob TV. <laughs> well, so
1: Spectrum TV is a real, uh, like TV provider. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that. And then, you know, we were at my wife's aunt's house and she's like, can you help me set up? My remote and it said spectrum on the remote. I was like, wait a minute, do you get corntop TV on this thing? Can we watch? Comfort?
0: Oh my god, um, that's great! Well, have we uh
1: changed your opinion at all? Ian, do you like it a little more now that we discussed it?
3: I, I think there's small elements of, of this one that I maybe like a little more, but like I said, it's, it's still pretty low on that list Still I'm, on the I'm, bottom I, I don't i don't love this one although yeah. uh, i think my grand opinion of the entire thing is is starting to change so,
2: okay okay, okay. <laughs> well
1: that's a good spot to take a break i think
2: um, yeah that's take all a little we need breather after that
1: we're back let's get into sketch number three which we're calling carl havoc
4: welcome back to everything is upside down i'm your host carmine laguzio today (laughs) we are going to fairfield mall as i become a little character named carl havoc suffice to say carl's a lot we are going to be catching <laughs> real reactions from people as Carl kind of messes with their day. Takes their lunch tray, steals a fry off their plate, talks loudly on his phone about his dog is loose. So let's get started. As I begin. Uh,
1: we are welcome to the prank show Everything is Upside Down by our host Carmine Leguzio, played by Tim Robinson. As he sits in a makeup trailer getting old man prosthetics applied, he explains the upcoming prank. He will be disguised as Carl Havoc, and he will go into the mall and mess with people's days. Carmine waddles into the mall in the bulky costume. (laughs) The director Craig, played by Gary Richardson, explains in an earpiece that he should go take some guy's tray. Carmine pauses. Breathing heavily, he complains that there's too much fucking shit on him. (laughs) He begins screaming about how hot he is. how hard it is to breathe <laughs> and how uncomfortable the prosthetics are claiming Carmine. that the chin kills
4: too much fucking shit on me <laughs> too much fucking shit on me i can't breathe i can't breathe. fine i can hear you breathing <laughs> i'm so hot <laughs>
3: Take a deep breath. I can't. Buddy. I can't
4: do this. We did way too much. You can do this. I'm telling you, I can't. I'm so hot.
3: Look, you're fine, okay? Go over. Grab that guy's tray. That's too
4: much fucking shit on me, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna rip the fucking head off. Do not rip the
2: head off, Carmine. I'm telling you that I am. Do
4: not rip the head off, Carmine. Please get tired. off the sides of my eyes <laughs> I'm ripping the fucking head
2: off. please Carmine, I it's just like hours
4: of work. I'm taking the chin off, it's chin kill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's quite heavy <laughs>
1: he argues with Craig about the point of the prank and then gravely announces that he doesn't even want to be around anymore <laughs> Craig gives in and agrees to scrap it and then carmen wonders what the prank is now so uh Ian what do you think
3: <laughs> i I really enjoyed this one actually uh, I think the very I'm, I ever this is actually the very first sketch I ever saw of this show oh, okay. sent to me as from a friend and I, <laughs> I really didn't like it the first time, if I'm being hundred percent honest. I was I was I was not impressed at all. Um, <laughs> you know, the more I watch this one, I think just the better it gets. And uh, whatever Carl's bicep bicep program is, I really wanna yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah sign me up yeah, I, mean, I think just be...
3: the, like, the general look of him is is by far one of the funniest things that um <laughs> in a long long time i don't know if you guys have ever seen the picture of it and if you if you haven't you should look it up but it's um gordon ramsay did this like prosthetic to look like a pilot and he looks mm. exactly like carl havoc and so i don't <laughs> know if stole from that but if you can look it up it's just it's it's almost so spot on, but yeah, this one—oh my god! This one is like yeah. this one's like, the more you watch it, the, the better it gets. Why That's did so he? Funny. Why did he do this? I have no idea. I, I only saw it as a meme, but that was like the first thing that popped in my head when I saw it. <laughs> it, was, it, it what the hell! So bad. That is so weird. It looks yeah,
0: insane. What the fuck? <laughs> That is so spot on. Oh my God.
3: Whoa, okay. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay is reviewing airline food, but I guess that's that's where we're at now.
1: So. It's like an undercover chef show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the prosthetics are so funny to me. I love the shot when he's just standing there, like <laughs> sort of looking around a little bit, but like you can't, you have no indication of like what's going on because you have no body language that you can see or, or so, facial
1: expressions or, <laughs> or anything. Or fa- yeah.
0: <laughs> Like what is going on? Yeah, Yeah.
1: Uh, you can like see one eye; the other eye is like (laughs) hidden under the prosthetics. It's so uh, the 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 whole costume is so funny because it's like Carl is a lot. First of all, he's ripped, (laughs) and he's very old, and his hands are these weird like ET. He looks like hands. a Ken
0: doll. It's yeah. so it's, weird. He's
1: got like a funky vest on and I mean there's <laughs> yeah. like uh, the keen sandals. I mean it's just such a oh, it's such a weird costume and it's so there's like, bizarre.
2: There's oh God, no it's
0: reason great. for him to really be in prosthetics anyways. Like most prank shows are just people going up and like pranking people.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like Jackass does that where like uh, Johnny Knoxville will like put on old man makeup mm-hmm. and um,
0: that's you know, a good point. I the joke
1: corrected. is like, yeah, he's like an old man doing young man stunts or young whatever man you know. stuff. Um, okay, I yeah.
0: rescind my statement.
1: Yeah, you're you're wrong, Nate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that visual of him in the strange costume looking weird is funny already <laughs> but then seeing him like spazzing out and yelling yeah, like to like to nobody like if you're in the mall and you just see this guy in this weird costume like shaking and yelling <laughs> at nothing you know is that's even funnier and then you know he pauses oh. and then he just kind of sadly sways towards the end you know that's <laughs> the icing on the cake i mean it's so Oh god, it's so funny to watch.
0: The like, ad, the, the whole mood is like night and day between like when he's getting ready. It's like there's like fun music happening. Everyone's like laughing and joking, and then it immediately just he's like so depressed. <laughs> like I don't even want to be around anymore. Like the juxtaposition is so good. Also, like how he doesn't even like the the prank itself anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like. I thought it was interesting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, when he gets kind of existential, he's just like, yeah. "What would that do for the greater good?" Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It really forces him to sort of shift his worldview. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he just gets
1: really claustrophobic in there, and it makes him, you know, second guess everything in his life, and like, what am I doing, like? It's like a, it's like a, a, little buff old man shaped sensory deprivation
0: tank, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I kind of think everything upside down is another episode or another show on corn Cob TV. It's gotta be. Right?
0: Oh, definitely. Really yeah. This is one of those sketches that I feel like wouldn't be that funny on paper, but like visually it's done so well. And the editing is also really good and all together yeah. it makes me laugh
1: so hard just (laughs) frantic you know panic you can see the the panic yeah
3: (laughs) i mean and the other thing i i I wonder about this one because it looks like you know i mean with this is a whole hidden camera prank show Mm -hmm. but because it's actually done as a sketch like i I imagine everyone in the scene is an extra it's like not actually a hidden camera thing maybe i could be wrong there but they don't even like allow anyone near him like it's the pure (laughs) like weirdness is just permeating. There's like a huge bubble around. I'm like, not anyone goes anywhere <laughs> quick. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I don't know if that was like a decision that they made or if they actually filmed that as like a uh, hidden camera thing. But either way, I think it was really interesting with the intention of that because it was just, yeah, he was just out there alone. I kind of felt bad <laughs> yeah. him. Clearly yeah.
0: nobody's going to like go over to this insane looking man.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: Totally. Um, Excuse me. This rank. This one was ranked 13 on that list, which
0: Mm. I
1: I was crying laughing at it while we were just watching (laughs) it. I don't know how it's not (laughs) in like the top five. This one is so funny, and it's very iconic. For there's a ton of gifts for it. There's shirts and um, you know all this stuff. Shirts on. I think you should leave.com. Yeah, we even created I think you should our own love
0: shirt. this.com. I messed that up so many times. <laughs> it's
1: okay. Um, but yeah. So I'm surprised it's it's not higher. I mean it's still pretty high com- compared to everything, but I thought it would be higher yeah. for
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah, this one this one grew on me too. I I liked it the first time that I watched it, but I feel, I feel like like Ian said every time I watched it gets funnier. Yeah. There's just so many twists and turns. Yeah. yeah. Like even when he's even when he's like at the end of his rope and then he's he doesn't want to do anything to anyone and he's just like the prank is that there's a real guy in here. That's the new prank. And yes. then the guy's like, okay, I think that could work. And then immediately, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's like no way to know what's going on in his brain. <laughs> That's so funny.
3: Yeah. Yeah. This this one definitely definitely changed my opinion of the show a little bit so nice
0: nice cool. yeah that's nice we're, good getting, we're, good. we're getting there.
3: we're
0: getting um there. joey this is uh for our episode contains them scrapping a show counter oh yeah this is at <laughs> least number three <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's so many sure. sketches where they like something just goes horribly wrong and then at the end they're just like scrap it yeah dump it <laughs> me and joey say that all the time at work Yeah, or all the time when we're
1: working on the podcast
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah there's so many episodes that don't see the light of day listeners yeah. like probably hundreds <laughs> yeah
1: mostly with like really really famous people that are like mm-hmm. you know really yeah that great.
0: one with bill gates was crazy yeah um,
1: the one with obama and bruce springsteen
0: Whew. man what a <laughs> dynamic duo that yeah. was <laughs> all right uh, should we get to the next one let's do it all right no. we're gonna chat about sketch number four little buff boys starring it's sam richardson
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right we are the world review band quick shout out to miss Paulson here from the fairfield branch for helping us out miss Paulson, everybody hey we're gonna need that hat back well i need the hat <laughs> <laughs> you born... <laughs> need the hat <laughs> <laughs> your Peck's employees Please put your war <laughs> All together for Mason's a so to prevent A little buff boy competition <laughs> This Little <walk.
2: laughs>
3: boy <laughs> Little buff boy <laughs> <little buff boys, laughs>
0: Squishing and crunching with
4: their
0: buff little bodies, Squishing
2: and a little boy today.
0: <laughs> At a corporate celebration, the programming transitions to the Little Buff Boys presentation, which turns out to be yet another uncomfortable, child-oriented competition show with musical interludes hosted by Sam Richardson. Sam, wearing a shimmering gold suit, leads a group of eight boys wearing muscle suits onto the stage and sings an aggressive song about the little buff boys. Next, he flashes the crowd a winning smile, chugs some substance out of a huge brown jug, and hypes up the boys while they pose for the audience. He tells the boss to come on stage so that he can judge the boys, and the boss protests at first, but he has no other option once Sam tells the audience to clap so that he's got to come up. The boss comments that the muscles aren't real and sam admits that they're in goose suits about, which is an old I'm circus sure term.
4: popped out it's not his muscles though yeah sure i mean we goose them a little bit <laughs> expect believe that they're real bodies? <laughs> what are you doing they're goose
3: okay <laughs> they're in goose suits you, you have to goose happy oh my god. god okay goose
4: suit. it's an old circus term that's why we say goose suit okay that's why we say <laughs> yeah but why because do... it's an old circus term <laughs>
0: sam asks one more time for the boss to choose who the best little body is and the boss says it should be troll boy but then sam says it can't be troll boy and even troll boy himself understands why it can't be him (laughs) so ian what are your thoughts on this sketch
3: um this one was another one of those ones that I, I really kind of just struggled with where it was. Also, I didn't know <laughs> that Tim wasn't in all of the episodes. So yeah. that was I think, kind of a surprise to me. But um, this yeah. uh, Sam, Sam Livingston, right?
4: Really <laughs> yeah. just
3: makes this episode amazing. I think um, <laughs> his, his performance and like his smile and just the way he is is <laughs> just. And I think I I find myself humming the little buff boys tune like way more often than I should. (laughs) Little buff boys.
4: Buff little bodies.
0: (laughs) It's so crazy to me how much of this sketch. Have you seen the um, baby of the year sketch, Ian?
3: By chance, I have not seen that one. I have
0: not. It's you basically have, if you've seen Little Buff Boys, it's like yeah. a competition show where they're trying to figure out who the best baby of the year is. And it's like there's also a musical like intro, and it's all about like who's the best kid for some weird reason. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's great.
1: I like to think that Sam Richardson is playing the same character yeah in both of these sketches and it's then gotta be. after like baby of the year was such a total disaster because of bart harley jarvis he kind of <laughs> you know he had a bit of a breakdown and um yeah went off the rails and moved on to older kids <laughs>
0: and right
1: um just got, got a little a angrier you know
0: <laughs> yeah he's trying to he's trying to turn his career back around i can understand
1: yeah this one when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is this? this is like not that funny. I thought Sam Richardson was very funny and his delivery is very funny, but it yeah. wasn't like it didn't really stand out to me very much um' in finding little tidbits to love, but it's still not not one of my favorites, definitely bottom half um
0: Yeah, I think I feel the same way about this sketch as I did about the baby of the year sketch, which is like, there's so much going on in it that it's just not quite as cohesive as a lot of the sketches. Yeah. And there's like lots of little funny moments, but they don't all sort of mesh together into like, I don't know, a really clean, like, this is the concept.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have a very clean concept. It's like, what is the sort of big idea of the sketch? it's just a, a kind of weird um, competition at a work function. Like that's <laughs> it's not very strong, I guess, concept wise. Yeah, but
0: visually, there are so it's so you know. Yeah, and, I was gonna say there's so many little details that do make me laugh, like when he like pressures the boss into coming yeah. up by just like making everybody yeah. clap. <laughs> that's great. I also love all of I feel like whenever Sam Richardson is like delivering lines, like he is such funny ways of describing things. Yeah. Like when he says, Who's the carved beef? <laughs> <laughs> and he just has like five different ways of like trying to say like who's the best buff boy? Yeah.
1: So uh Nate, you probably can't tell, but Ian is is a pretty buff boy.
0: Um oh yeah I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> uh I only but, yeah, get this chin up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is goose suit a real term Ian? Is that something from, like, the lifting community?
3: (laughs) I have never heard the term goose suit. Um, (laughs) But um, now whenever I see a group of, like, you know, people that are, you know, a little bit more muscular, I definitely will be referring to them as a crop. Um, (laughs) uh, But, no, I've I've never heard the goose suit uh, term before.
0: Well, it's a circus term, so... You know, yeah. probably yeah. wouldn't be making the rounds in the in the bodybuilding <laughs> community. <laughs>
1: yeah. And also, all of these little buff boys skipped leg day for sure.
3: Um,
0: yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. They, there's nothing like on the legs. It's just skinny legs <laughs> and then
3: buff chests. <laughs> Well, skinny legs into uh, sockless Timberlands. I don't know if you noticed that all of them. Are <laughs> <wearing>. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason that just that just gets me. Like just seeing That's that. That's the part uniform. So funny, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> do they get detail.
1: child actors on board with with things like this? <laughs> like, do they just say, "Okay, you got to"? Pretend that this is, like, a serious thing. I don't know. I I try to, like, put myself back in my, you know, nine-year-old mind. Would I be just happy to do it and do whatever they tell me? Or, I I don't know. It just seems like, how do you get them to just, like, do it so straight-faced and not be, like,
0: (laughs) what am I wearing? You
1: know? Yeah, it's just, they they got good little child actors.
0: Why can't it be (laughs) Troll Boy? Troll
1: Boy knows
3: why. So, is there a, what is that robot voice at the very end? I, I, I listened know. to the voice and I could not figure it out. You... Troll boy loses.
1: Okay. I thought it was just repeating troll boy. I thought okay. it was like his own track.
0: <laughs> yeah, his hype track.
1: Yeah. Um, so this one was ranked fifty on that list. So this one is like nearly bottom.
0: Oh wow! Which I
1: I don't love I it. I don't understand why. I don't know that I put it that low. There's other yeah. ones I think I would put down there first.
0: But... I feel like it's
3: low for high forties. Yeah.
0: Have we changed your opinion at all, Ian?
3: Um, I honestly feel like I like this one more than both of you. Oh, so okay. oh, I wow. mean, I guess. I mean, it sounds like I mean, I haven't seen every single one of them, so maybe as far as a general ranking, but um I, I thought there was so many parts in this one that I just I, I thought were just so Tiny, funny. I think uh, as far as the yeah. whole concept, yeah, it doesn't exactly work. But there was just those little moments, <laughs> and then probably too my first introduction to the Sam guy, who I was severely impressed with. Like when um, <laughs> when the boss makes that little joke about Tuesday, and the audience gets a laugh, and Sam is just yeah. so like, no nope,
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> cut the music. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah.
3: You gotta pick. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And so for me. yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like yeah, you, you this has been changing my opinion. If if you guys are not enjoying it as much as I am, so I'm 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're not that's, lowering that's, your that's opinion. A good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I honestly no. do like this one a lot, but yeah, it's just not quite as like a nice, tidy little hilarious package. But there, yeah, to your point, like there are so many points in it where it always. It always makes me laugh. Yeah,
1: it's got funny moments, but as a whole, it's...
0: um... Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: So let's move on to the next sketch of the episode, which we're calling Ghost Tour. And the
0: final sketch. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I messed it up. It's okay. You can just edit my audio out.
1: Just stop talking. (laughs) 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 Okay, here we go. All right. Shall we watch? Ghost
4: Tour. Built in 1887. Five generations of Farsleys have inhabited this mansion, and an unusual number of them have met their deaths under suspicious circumstances. Bad for them, but good for me. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a ghost tour. (laughs) There are over 20 suspicious deaths. So during the tour, why don't you guys stay close by? We wouldn't want to make it 21 tonight, would we? (laughs) It's just after 10 PM. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> Jizz? Like cum shot? You can say that because you say we can say whatever the hell we want. I'm sure. Or horse cock. <laughs> horse cock. Yeah, I guess. You know, There are no rules about swearing.
1: We are welcome to the Larbert Oaks Mansion Ghost Tour by our guide, played by Alex Iono. He lays some ground rules and explains that since it's after 10pm, it's the adult tour, so they can drink if they want or say whatever the hell they want. Tim Robinson interjects with a simple "jizz." The ghost tour guide is confused as Tim lists off other bad words he can say and encourages him to keep his comments related to the ghost tour. The tour proceeds, and Tim starts asking questions about the ghosts while using as much profanity as he can think of.
4: left. <laughs> Any of these fuckers ever fucking <laughs> fall out of the ceiling and sound like a big messy shit? I don't have an answer for you. Or have a dingleberry. <laughs> I
2: have a question. When people see Eliza and Henry, what are they wearing? Okay,
4: that's a great question. Oh, so we find apparitions are most commonly wearing the clothes that they died in. Oh yeah, yeah. do they were just like fucking run around nude and you see like one of their big old fucking hairy nuts? <laughs> hey, can I talk to you for a second?
1: <laughs> tour guide pulls Tim aside and scolds him for ruining the tour saying, this is the worst day he's ever had on the job and tells him to stop trying to be funny and shut the hell up. After a moment, Tim rejoins the tour with tears streaming down his face and asks another dirty (laughs) question. The tour guide yells at him, and he defends his confusion, saying one moment they're allowed to swear, and all he's saying is, big fat load of cum. But the other members (laughs) of the tour group rally against him and kick him out. Later, his mother picks him up outside the mansion and asks if he made any friends, to which he replies, not really.
4: Can we or can we not swear? Yes, I'm not changing any rules. Big fat load of <laughs> fat load I'm just asking you to cover. a little bit more judgment when you talk. I don't know what is going on, but somewhere our wires got crossed. You're saying we're allowed to swear. I'm saying because that will come and horsecock, and you're getting mad. Do you see where I'm like? Mm. Look, I've had enough. Okay, you're done. I just you're done. Look, we're sick of listening to your crap. Okay, now get on. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's raining.
4: Mom,
3: make any friends?
4: Not really. <laughs> so sad.
3: So sad. So Ian, <laughs> what do you think? Um, this is my favorite of the, the fight. <laughs> uh, only because is it really funny, but um. I I think the writing on this one is just so good. And um, like, honestly, it's one of the first ones that I feel like I actually ended up feeling sorry for the (laughs) characters. It's kind of out of line. Whereas like so many of his characters, they're either just unlikable or you're just like, it's just kind of in a bubble. And this is like the first one where I really, I really got, I felt for this guy and I almost just imagined the whole world for him outside of this. And I, I was, I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. That last scene of like his mom picking him up, like changes your whole perspective on like who he is, like even why he was there. Yeah. just It's one of the only sketches where, yeah, like you said, I it genuinely like makes me feel sad for him. Yeah.
1: It's kind of, um, it's like a reminder to just have more compassion for people who are, you might find yeah. annoying or obnoxious or whatever because like you know they don't see him leave only we get to see that glimpse into his life and it the show kind of got a little bit deep here and in re-watching some of these sketches you find like deeper meanings in some that you know when you're just laughing at you know jizz and Big fat low to come, then <laughs> you're not getting, but this one kind of forces you to think about it from another perspective. And
0: yeah, you know,
1: you don't know everybody's story, you don't know like what they're struggling with. And,
0: um, right,
1: yeah, I, 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 I love this sketch. This one's one of my favorites, too.
0: Yeah, his performance is so good, too. Like when the tour guide confronts him, you can see when he's being yelled at, like he's genuinely confused. That the tour guide is mad at him and he's like, I'm trying to follow the rules. Yeah. I don't understand like why you're
1: mad. Yeah, I mean it it, it really it? shows like how you know there's this sort of social etiquette rules that society has set up. And you know, if you're slightly off on that, you're kind of ostracized and like you think about people who like aren't neurotypical or whatever and like how they must have to like navigate something like that like um
0: yeah
1: maybe i'm getting too totally. deep with it um and we should just talk about yeah, how right. funny it is to talk about jizz and horse cocks <laughs> but i don't know i think that would have come yeah, i really love this sketch i mean i love it for for the like potty humor part but i also love how much it's made me think about you know yeah i i try to have more more patience with people now because of this sketch so it's the sketch has genuinely made me a better person hopefully i'm trying at least
3: yeah huge twist is uh ted lasso of all the sketches you know (laughs) yeah uh... Mm. yeah um yeah i i I always like when i was watching the sketch i thought back to that time when I mean, I don't know if you guys had this, too, but I think it was around, like, fifth or sixth grade for me when, you know, you could start cursing mm-hmm. in front of your friends yeah. and, like, no parents were around. Yeah. yeah, You know, and there's always those moments where you just started saying some of the wildest stuff that just could <laughs> pop into your brain yeah. and shock your friends, feel, feel like an adult. And so I, I see this guy, like, at home just finding this ghost tour online and being, like, an adult version And being like, I can go out and be an adult with everyone else, and say, you know, horsecock and jizz, and (laughs) that I can finally like, one of those people. No one's, no one's going to care. They, they won't bat an eye. And then even that song at the end that was playing is like out of the bondage, and it was just like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, this this one is so well written, and I think really kind of yeah. like surprised me because sometimes, like with the uh, corn cob TV sketch, <laughs> definitely was like they're almost polar opposites in my opinion, mm-hmm. but still written by the exact same people. So yeah. I mean, you know shows right. shows his breadth. So
0: definitely, yeah, yeah. That I like your point about the music. Like, there's a lot of little details that sort of all give more weight to like the rest of the sketch. Mm-hmm. And it's cool how it all comes together and that last like 30 seconds really changes so much of like, you know, the rest of it.
1: It's a real heel turn, um, but in a good way.
0: Yeah. It must've been so fun to like, come up with all the things I know, that he was right? going to say,
1: <laughs> so our, our previous guest, Aaron Bentley and a friend and I went on a ski trip and I showed them the show there and the entire Trip, anytime someone, you know, needed a non sequitur, it was well, big fat load to come. Then, you know, <laughs> it just, uh, it, it's such a like weird and funny and silly and just inappropriate thing to say, but it's so great.
0: It's not for kids, Joey. Oh God. <laughs> The other line that kills me is when he's like, it's interesting, the ghosts. Yeah, it's the ghost. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like he's like he's like actually like interested in what the tour guide is saying. Yeah. And I I also love that he's like in his mind he's like trying to follow the rules, even when the tour guide is like, let's try and keep your questions like related to the ghost tour. Yeah and like in his mind he's trying to ask questions about the ghosts but they're just so off the rails that everyone else is like oh he's clearly just like trying to say whatever he wants (laughs) well and
1: then at the end he like needs to ask the question he can't not you know
0: yeah Yeah, tears down
3: his face just needs an answer
0: okay (laughs) cool
3: i also feel like he probably just felt like that because it's the adult tour like you were required to swear yeah. there's like that whole scene mm-hmm. yeah. where that woman asks a question and he like kind of rolls his eyes yeah. when she asks about yeah it. and part of me is like part of me is like actually like wondering whether he's rolling his eyes to the fact that she's just asking a different question yeah. than something popping out or dropping down or the fact <laughs> that she didn't say horse cock in it yeah. you know <laughs> he's like it's an adult tour you can say whatever you want i can't believe you're saying it like this yeah yeah <laughs> what a boring bland way to ask that question yeah, yeah exactly it's, in a, it's not for kids
1: yeah <laughs> Our uh, so our listeners are probably wondering like joey how can you rank this sketch so high when it's all about horse cocks and jizz and stuff and then last episode there was a sketch devoted to horse horse and it's your least favorite and (laughs) i think it's because they're just the word horse cock is funny seeing a horse (laughs) cock isn't funny um that that's my excuse that's why i like this one more plus this has a moral (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) the same prop designer on um the coffin flop sketch also worked on the horse cock sketch and uh he said he still had or actually sorry not the prop designer i think it was the same directors okay um and one of them still had a little prosthetic mini horse cock oh so it was actual prosthetics (laughs) just a little souvenir yeah that's what it sounds like it was practical effects okay well Joey, have we changed your opinion on the horse cock sketch at all?
1: Uh, no. It's still my least favorite because, <laughs> you know, originally I felt bad for the CGI artists animating the horse cocks. Now, now I feel, feel bad, bad for, for the for sculptor. The
0: <laughs> who had to, and the horses? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Who had to, like, wear a little...
3: Oh, that's great. Um, so I know um, you guys... I found these rankings for all of the episodes. Do you have either of you gone through and ranked all of them exactly how you would? I, I'm
1: working through that right. Joey's now. Joey's working on it um, for myself. I'm just doing my top ten. Um, I was trying to do my top five. I'm like, you can't I can't fit them all in here. <laughs> so it's, it's my top ten right now. We'll see if I can whittle it down. This one is in my top ten. I'll say that now. It's at least in my top 10, mm. but on that ringer list, it's number 25, which really, really surprised me. Like corncob TV's higher than it snubbed. Um, I think it deserves to be up a lot higher just for how, you know, it takes it yeah. in a different direction. I, I love, end, you know?
0: yeah, I actually love when comedy shows do that and take it in a different direction. Have you guys back to, it's always sunny. Have you guys seen the episode I it's in one of the later seasons when Mac has his, like, dance. Do you know what I'm talking about, Joey? I, I
3: haven't seen that one. I, I, I have <sighs> not seen the episode, but I, I do know what you're talking about.
0: Thank you, Ian. Um, <laughs> Ian will be taking over, actually, starting next episode as host yeah. of I Think You Should Love This. So, um, <laughs> listeners, if you want to send in any condolences to Joey... No, I think um, you guys are you just starting your him. spinoff
1: podcast. I think you should always sunny <laughs> in Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> Anyways, that episode is like crazy. It's I maybe I, I could honestly be happy devoting an episode of this show to watching that episode with you, Joey. Cause it's like, sure, yeah, I mean, you, you've seen like the rest of the show and you know what the sort of vibe I've is seen like the first and, seven
1: seasons.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it like starts like a normal sunny episode and then the last ten minutes are like I was crying. Yeah. It's crazy. It's really good. But it's similar it's similar to this one in that way of like it sort of is just like, you know, going through the paces of like the usual like funny stuff and then at the end it takes a total one eighty and yeah. it, it's like something completely different.
1: Yeah. Um. So have we changed your opinion at all on that sketch, Ian? Is it even higher for you? I mean, it was number I, I mean, one I, for you,
3: so. I think the thing <laughs> that surprised me the most is that, like, when I was kind of thinking about the sketch after having watched it and kind of came up a lot of those things, I, I felt like by me talking about the kind of whole, like, feeling sorry for the character and having like a bigger picture. I kind of was a little bit nervous. I was going to be getting like too in depth with that, you know, and to the point where I was just, these guys were like, well, he says horse cock, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just being like, why, why are you not laughing more? And so hearing you guys talk (laughs) about it as well and and coming to the same conclusion, I think it it makes it even, even better for me in that sense there. Nice. Um, So yeah, this was definitely my favorite of the five that we watched and um, yeah, I think it'll stay there.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's it's definitely memorable. It's like very, very distinctive in the way that it sort of captures you and then yeah. takes you by surprise. Yeah. Um, big fellow to come then. <laughs> and that's a great segue to um, getting your final vote Ian, on this episode. And he, this is your voting guide. Here's your options. Uh, okay. I love it. I hate it or I don't love it yet.
3: I think you guys got me. I think I love it. I'm not going to lie. Go. This, yes. <laughs> this one was I I really went in just being like not really sure what was going to be. You know, I felt yeah. like you guys were going to have to be a lot more convincing on my <laughs> side here and I'm walking out of it. <laughs> Oh my God, when can I, when I, can I, when I could be the third person on this show? I, everyone's got to know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
0: Um, Ian, I have a question, which is, do you think you would like it as much if you had only watched it one time and not three? Well, I guess not four times.
3: Um, I, I, I don't think I would actually. Um, it's one of those ones. I think you definitely have to chew on for a minute. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of those kind of first reaction chuckles. Um, But I think this is also a show that really depends on who you watch it with. You know, it's definitely Mm. kind of like, at least for me, you know, I always laugh the loudest when people around me are laughing. Uh, So just hearing you guys chuckle through it has always been just, has been great and has kind of changed those things, you know, um, but you know, I did listen to an episode where you guys were laughing and nobody was laughing too. So um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I maybe have a different sense of humor on that side, but um, no, I, I, I definitely feel like I wouldn't have enjoyed it just in that first time, but I'm, I'm willing to to start diving into some other episodes here.
0: Awesome. That's what we like to hear. Ian. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. Uh, thank you yeah. so much for your time. It was a blast having you on. Yeah. And uh, before you go, is there anything you'd like to plug? This is your moment. I mean, we have a huge audience, so don't hold back.
3: Yeah, and you're about to have three more subscribers here after this too. So um, <laughs> Let's go. Your can't have access to
0: podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I guess uh, the one thing I would say is if you're ever in San Francisco looking for a place to eat, please uh, come on over to Restaurant Nise. We'd love to show you some hospitality and take care of you, pour you some some nice wines and sockets and things like that. But other than that, just, you know, remember like uh, Tim said at the end of the, the the last episode, just, you know, feel for those people you don't know about. So yeah. that's about it though.
0: Yeah, Sweet. that's great. How, can you spell your restaurant name for me?
3: Yeah, it's uh, N-I-S-E-I.
0: Okay, nice. Oh. I, I was just thinking like, I'll definitely be going there the next time I'm in the Bay Area. Yeah.
3: I was gonna say, yeah, we'd we'd love to host you, but really, other than that, n- not too much to plug.
1: Are you cool with us like cool. putting links to that on on the page and stuff? Yeah, yeah,
3: no, absolutely, a hundred percent. Even though we say horsecock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, I, I typically wear it, you know, and I, I try I try not to say horsecock too often, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, if if it calls for it at the table, I'll I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fuckers.
4: <laughs> want to try this glass of wine. <laughs> uh,
1: cool. oh,
0: that's great. Yeah.
1: So that's I also cool. want to thank our listeners. If you have an incredibly uncomfortable situation in your life where you or someone you know overcommits and refuses to back down, or you find out something sad about them, that their life isn't all easy and everybody's just doing their best in life, and you Aww. want to send your stories into info at I think you should love this dot com. Um maybe we'll read them on air or send us send us anything to that email that you think we should talk about or <laughs> or play. Like if you have a song you want us to play or um yeah, we're we're not really sure what we're doing with that stuff yet. So just the world is your oyster. Yeah. Send listeners. stuff in. We'll see if, if it's worthy. Um <laughs> You can shop our merch on I think you should love this dot com. We got a Carl Havoc shirt. Um,
0: it's good stuff. Yeah.
1: And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. at I think you should love this. Um, we post. Once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Usually. Um, but yeah, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on all your out there so
0: yeah and with that we'll see you all next time on I think you should love this cool
1: awesome baby, baby.
3: Are you guys going to be doing this with any other television shows
0: we'll see that's sort of the plan yeah we'll see how many um it's kind of a lot of work. money we start rolling in it yeah, yeah. if there's demand maybe for we'll it, take yeah. a hiatus after yeah well you should definitely do a hiatus
1: um but yeah i i was thinking maybe like a matt berry show would be good or like a matt berry season where we go over some matt berry shows
2: mm, um,
1: yeah. and recently i've been re-watching wet hot american summer and mm. i think that would be like a worthy candidate
0: uh, yeah we wet, definitely have some ideas on the wet back
3: no worries wet i'm just autiverse. just interested to hear just interested to hear basically yeah. planning my return you know um yeah. for all this <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, we yeah. did quit our day jobs. So it's sort of like, if we if this doesn't sort of take off and go viral, then we'll probably have to, um, you know, sell our homes, maybe,
3: I mean, I could it's always not gonna be pretty. Host. So if you if you need it, always looking for a good host. So yeah. just let me know. <laughs> Well, we're not good hosts, I think if you listen to the podcast, you can tell.
1: Yeah, have you been paying attention for the last hour? i will be like, welcome to the restaurant. I mean, restaurant. I mean, hi, wait, what? What? We have hot dogs.